Hello and welcome to your weekly episode of the Rise Higher podcast with me, Laura Jane Hand, helping you to rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Hello and welcome to your weekly dose of the Rise Higher experience. This week we're looking at love, what it is, why we don't always feel it, what blocks us from experiencing even more of it and how we could feel if we let go of our resistance to it. It's a message, a download that I received once in a yoga class and it applies to every single human being on the planet, especially in today's world and it has the ability to be our GPS system, the point that we put in that directs our every step. So when we feel lost, low, afraid, unsure of what to do next, we can follow this one emotion, this one feeling, and know that it might not always be a straight path, but we will get to the destination. But first, we have to overcome our resistance to love. If it's the most powerful emotion and feeling in the world, then why do we not experience more of it? It's because we've got to let go of our past pains, the cement that we almost carry with us around our hearts that blocks our good and shuts us down and tries to protect us from ever being hurt again. And I know that's like, yep, that's me. I get it, I could feel more love, I know I've been hurt, I know I have these barriers to it. Sometimes people struggle to let it in, sometimes people struggle to give it. And this sounds easy said than done, but when you follow the steps in this message, it becomes a whole lot clearer. So the message that I kept getting that night in yoga, it kept going around my head and I could tell it wasn't coming from me. It was coming from, the most strongest, wisest place within my mind. And it kept saying these words to me, all things will be added unto you. And I thought, I know those words, I know them. Why can't I put my finger on what that means? And it it was answering a prayer that that I had actually been saying over and over again. And so I kept getting these words and all things will be added unto you. And later on, when I Googled it, I'm not an expert on the Bible at all, but it's all about seek first the kingdom of love of heaven and all things will be added unto you. And it's this that I was missing in my life. I was missing this GPS location, this postcode of love. And there's a whole host of reasons why. But as soon as I realised what this message was about, everything started to change and as we've gone through in a previous episode a kingdom is a mindset so the message that night was asking me to adopt a mindset of love but as you know from my book more than a mindset we can't always get to that place in our mind when we're wearing like a heavy armor around our hearts to protect us big brick walls that we built that stop us from actually giving and receiving love. It takes us off that love frequency. And the fact that we've been hurt in the past, we've been let down, whatever has happened, we just shut down. 
we almost think where where's the love gone it's the song isn't it where is the love we almost forget to be happy and loving and then this becomes our habit of attack defense we defend ourselves from ever being hurt again so we go out with this attitude of of not seeing the good love has almost got a bad reputation that it's a weakness but today we're going to look at why it's not so where has the love gone we can almost forget to be happy we can almost forget how to be loving how to give love we can almost forget that we've got that loving voice within us that we can connect to whenever we want to that infinite well of love within us doesn't it feel like you've almost got every emotion inside of you at times than love so if love can give us everything that we want why do we struggle there why do we struggle to feel it why is this subject just more complicated than it should be when i thought about it more seeking love is way more deeper than just thinking a loving thought about someone it's about embracing it embodying love in its highest form being able to step into that place of love unconditional love from the inside out so if we're not experiencing love in the world it's because we're not experiencing it within ourselves we have to step into it from the inside out then once we have that and we feel that our experience and the way we see more of it is the fact that we can give it to other people and we see their response we see how well they respond how instantly they respond i'm working with a couple at the minute and it's so so clear that people in relationships are desperate for love like you would think that in relationships you had the love thing nailed but it's not the case and obviously that's the work i do i work with couples that are struggling that are disconnected and it always comes down to that disconnection within ourselves you know we're we're not connected to that love because of something we've been through we can't quite get back there and then we shut down and can't give it to the other person our partner who is actually desperately wanting to feel that love again it's not necessarily that they want another car or another pay rise they don't want other things they want more of this feeling of love and that's priceless that is what should be on the mastercard advert not just all the things that we can buy so it's about choosing love when every other thought and feeling wants to make us choose the opposite this is a moment by moment decision and because of the way we so subconsciously shut down even if somebody gives us love we can just shut down so quickly it's so it's such an instinct now because we've embedded these habits we've trained ourselves to not give love it's about loving ourselves first others loving others and being love so that embodiment of it feeling it within us giving it receiving it letting it in becoming open feeling love in our work at home for kids for the past the present the future women struggle to receive love men struggle to give love so in an intimate relationship we've already got these barriers in the way let alone if people come together and they haven't healed 
any childhood trauma. You've got the childhood trauma and the wounds and the baggage that people bring into a relationship. And then you've got the fact that women can struggle to open up. You know, we've got to open up to let somebody in. We can struggle to do that because we've been hurt in the past. Men can struggle to give it. So it's about coming back to that awareness at all times. In every moment, what are we choosing? So it's all about trusting. And this is the hard bit. These words like trust, like love, like faith, giving, receiving. These are beautiful words that we almost you know, aspire to feel and think like. But it's all the stuff that's in the way that stops us from getting there. So it's about trusting that life will unfold for us. Trusting that we have enough love within us that we are good enough. And having faith in ourselves and the universe, whatever you want to call it, that we are good enough, that we have got everything inside of us that we need and it is safe for us to feel that love. One, one affirmation that I gave to a client recently, it really touched a nerve because I think it, it made her realise how, you know, it, the, the affirmation was, it is safe for me to feel loving and happy. And it was a real aha moment, a real moment of realisation for her because she realised in that moment how many years she hadn't felt that way. So how many years she had actually not loved herself, not felt that it was safe to be happy. So this is why we do this work. This is why you are here listening to this message now because on some level your soul is desperately seeking to start to learn this again. If love is all we need, why can it be so difficult at times to find it and experience it within ourselves first and within the world? If love heals everything, why, and it can create all of the good, then why do we struggle to go there? Why do we stay in unfulfilling jobs, unfulfilling, unhappy relationships for years? Why do we hold love back? Why do we not trust this message that was written thousands of years ago? Seek first the kingdom of love. And if we're honest, we know it's true because we've all experienced love in its highest form. Even for moments, even if it was for a moment, even if it was for a week when you first had your baby. Even if it was at that honeymoon period. We've all experienced that highest form, that highest frequency of love. It's just that sometimes it can feel like a really distant memory, can't it? And it's all because of the four-letter word that begins with F, fear. I nearly said the wrong word then. That would have been funny. Fear has shut us down and constricted us, held us back, made us compare ourselves, made us think that we're not good enough for far too long. At times, you can almost feel like fear is everywhere that love is a weakness. We only need to turn on the TV, go on social at the minute, you know, look at a newspaper headline. It's always there streaming this level of fear. Even if it's so low level, there's just this low level of anxiety that people live with and just move around with. Somehow we stop being able to go to that place of positive expectation, of love, of seeing the good, of being relaxed and open of knowing that there's a greater plan of trusting in the universe when our minds are constricted and filled with the fear. Life doesn't work. 
when we're in that mindset we can get by we can get by you know we can do it with our heads down we cannot feel great we can stay in those unfulfilling jobs and relationships we just get by we just get used to this standard this mediocre sort of happiness where we get moments of brief happiness that keep us going but really we're actually quite sad and low inside and that's why mindset work alone doesn't heal us because it's not as simple as saying you know somebody says when you're low oh just snap out of it or just start start reading a book on mindset or just start saying some affirmations it's 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 deeper than that if every if it was just a mindset and you could just literally go right bang i'm going to start thinking positive thoughts today and everything will change if it was just that simple we would all be healed and we would all be enlightened masters by now so there is more going on and that's why i wrote my book because it ha- we have to go deeper with it we have to seek and it doesn't mean to say that we'll get there all of the time to trust to have that faith back in ourselves and the world just like we've got free will so we can say no at any time a baby doesn't when it's a cell and it's growing into a baby and it, we grow up an oak tree you cannot stop nature from happening you cannot stop it it just happens but we get in the way of our life unfolding and being the best it could be because of our doubt and fear that gets in the way. We think that if we don't have control over everything, that everything would be randomness and chaos, when in fact the opposite is true. If our core belief is that we're potentially at the effect of randomness and chaos, then that's what becomes our reality. So we actually prove to ourselves that our belief is true. This is so subconscious, this is happening without us even knowing it. If we could remember that we can create the opposite and that we are more powerful than we are told we are, if we come back to this place within us and it's beyond the mind, then we can change things and our life can work out differently. So how do we do this? How do we find that love? How do we get more of the stuff? If we can't buy it in Selfridges, well, although sometimes we do, for a short time but if we want that long lasting love within us if we want it to stay and we want it to be from the inside out where it's satisfying it's soul satisfying it's not just one hit one high when we buy something new here's how we do it here's how if you're finally ready to let all the past go not in a way where you forget where in a way where you learn from it you grow from it you allow yourself to become stronger but you have now been through enough where you think enough is enough enough is enough of playing it small of not feeling good enough of not loving myself of not giving enough love like i know i can to other people instead of looking at them and being annoyed i can go to that place of love instead then you are in the right place so the first step is to know and heal what's blocking your good so often what we go through in our early years stays with us and we repeat these habits so for example if you have come from an alcoholic home and potentially had to become the mother at such a young age and take on that mother role we take these traits into other relationships into our life and because we didn't have that sense of safety as a child we now bring that sense of control 
into the, the current situation to our present in everything that we do. This lack of control and stability means that in order to feel safe, we need this control. This, this drops us into that fear-based consciousness. It's all a habit. It's just not the most productive habit. So it's about knowing, really digging deep, asking the powerful questions and working out what are your triggers? What are your blocks to love? And it's not in a way, this is where I got stuck in a real cycle for years. I paid thousands and thousands for uh, counselling, for therapy. And I just went round and round and round in circles. And it was only when I learned how to really dig deep, not in a way to analyse the darkness until we know every last bit about it. It's to have that awareness, have that understanding and then be able to shift it and change it and transform it. The second step is to come out of our mind because it's more than a mindset and drop into our hearts, a place we sometimes avoid like the plague. We've got to uncover these places inside of us that are actually unhealed. It's where we've been wounded, it's where we've been traumatised. It doesn't mean to say we're bad. We, we can have guilt around all of these things, lots of different emotions, but we start to heal from the inside out. Sometimes there are, there are examples of overnight awakenings and healings, but sometimes this work is daily forgiveness work. So we have to dig back and look a little bit into the past at what was our part in that. What did we contribute? How did we contribute to that situation? Do we have any forgiveness work to do on ourselves and other people? And then we really start to restore the old hurt within us. And this is where the magic is at. And this is what often gets so overlooked. Affirmations are amazing. Incantations are amazing. Positive thinking is amazing. But if, and I remember doing this for so many years, doing all the tapping, looking in the mirror, telling myself, you know, deeply loving and approving myself, which is great. All of these tools are great. But if we've got this hole in our heart, we have to go and heal that. And it can be scary. And sometimes we don't want to go back there, but we don't have to stay there. That's the difference with coaching. It's really powerful. Step three is learn to breathe again. This is powerful on so many levels and it's it's chapter one in the book because we can monitor our hearts using tools. We can see how coherent we are when we're breathing. We can bring ourselves out of fight or flight or out of a fear-based state by the power of our breath, by coming back to that breath. If we've got, if we've got anxiety, say for example, if you've got, and many people do, a low level of anxiety that is just constant in your life and it's constantly there and you just constantly feel it but it can easily get triggered and it's, you see people walking in and when when I first meet somebody on zoom you can see it's almost like they're carrying the weight of the world on the shoulders and it, they're very tight and constricted when they start to learn how to breathe again you can release all of this tension all of this baggage just by the power of your breath and it sounds too good to be true it sounds too simple but this is where it all starts with the breath. You change the breath, you change your thoughts, your feelings by instantly bringing yourself out of that fight or flight. 
it is so powerful and by coming into that coherent breathing we open ourselves up we become an open vessel for good instead of blocking ourselves by being so constricted learning to breathe again also in an instant brings us right back into the present the place that we almost miss because we can impose on the present what we think we need it to have in order to protect ourselves from the future so we're never really fully present breathing deep breathing into our bellies it doesn't have to be anything sexy or fancy coming back to that breath and breathing deeply and rhythmically using that diaphragm you know we've got the biggest muscle that we hardly use that really can move oxygen right around our body and heal us step four is to let go of the need to plan everything and have the trust and the faith to step into a flow state instead and that almost seems completely contradictory to what we're taught or what we've learnt. So letting go seems crazy. Like we can't let go. You know, we've got so much to do. We've got to-do lists longer than our arms. We can't let go. We can't just step into a flow state because nothing will get done. But this is where it comes from a different energy. So it's not to say that we'll sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day because we're letting go and we're going to let everything just flow to us. It's not that. It, it comes from a different energy of I'm not going to force things anymore. I'm going to dwell from an inside out place in this place of power within me, which is all love, which is all possibility. And when I feel this within me and I extend it out to other people, might not be 100% of the time, don't forget, this is like a seesaw we want it to we want it to tip it's like the scales we want it to tip up it might not be there all the time once we get to this place more often than not then our life can change and the way the flow happens is through right action so instead of it being forced action it becomes right action it's a place of knowing of taking action at the right time it's not to say we won't set up the meeting it's not to say we won't make the phone call, but we do it from a different state, a different energy. And then the final point is to have the goal or the aim, which I rarely see on people's lists, of to become comfortable in your own skin again. So that's easier said than done on the white knuckle ride that is life. And it's the opposite to how we can feel. But the way to truly feel comfortable in your own skin again is to really drop out of that fear through the breath through going beyond the mind through coming dropping into the heart through clearing out what we need to clear out and through being within ourselves knowing that we're good enough like I've said before we can tell ourselves we're good enough all day long but until we do this work and change our state, change our energy from the inside out, this is when life really starts to unfold. It's, it's crazy how different life can be from this state. What if you're thinking, I've been hurt so bad, I will never recover. 
or you might be thinking, I need to protect myself from this ever happening again, then logically that makes sense. But I would ask you from a loving place, how is this working for you? Is it making you happy? Love doesn't mean you will become weak and let yourself be treated badly again. Love starts with loving yourself first and that means saying no to things that aren't right for you anymore. That cannot be a weakness. What if you're thinking, yeah, but you don't know what I've been through. With all the clients that I've ever worked with, with everybody that's reached out, that's read the book, that's listened to one of these messages, I've never met anyone who hasn't been through some sort of trauma of their own whether it's abuse, rape, infidelity, whatever the form is for them. Sometimes we categorise it and say, well, and then we can feel guilty because we can think, well, I wasn't abused and I wasn't raped, so therefore I still feel bad and I didn't have those bad situations. Everybody has got a story. So what is yours? And what about your story can you grow from? Can you restore and what parts of it do you now need to let go of? And some people are scared and embarrassed to talk about this and even start. But we've got to recognise this as just resistance. No, I've, I've heard everything and nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing is unusual and nothing is wrong and nothing cannot be restored. By taking this first step and actually realizing hearing a message like this that we can change and we have the power to do that then you've already started the process and you will never look back from this moment now you've heard this message you can never you'll never be the same again because you now know that you have got the power within you to change this you might have been taught you're not good enough you might have been through a lot of stuff for many 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 years I've got clients that have stuck in an abusive relationship for 30 years and they almost feel like it's too late it is never ever ever too late so as always let's do what we've let's practice now everything that we've talked about in this in this message today let's use it now let's really start to practice what is in here and do a guided visualization i would love you to do it with me so we can really embed this message. So I will see you on the other side of the visualization. So sitting somewhere where you won't be disturbed. It's nice and quiet. And just start to place your attention on your breath. Breathing in through your nose and out through your nose. Breathe in through your nose, feel your belly expand and exhale and release. Breathe in through your nose, feel your belly expand and exhale and release. And just really be here in this moment. Imagine the past is over. Imagine that the future doesn't even exist. And the only thing that matters is you being here in this moment. 
and imagine the size of your heart. Imagine your heart is filled with this emerald green colour. And it's the size of a golf ball. And every time you inhale, your heart expands and gets bigger and bigger. Your heart has grown from the size of a golf ball and it's now the size of an apple. Every time you inhale, it just gets bigger and bigger. And now it's the size of a football. And now it's the size of a basketball. Still a beautiful color, emerald green. And it's even bigger, it's a big ball that you're stood in. It's a big inflatable ball that's a green emerald colour and you are stood in the middle of it. And you feel so much love within you and around you. This is your aura, this is your bubble that you live in and everywhere you go Whoever you meet, whatever you do, you are always in this beautiful bubble. Imagine now that you've got a big brick wall in front of your heart. It's thick, it's tall. Nobody can get through that big brick wall. Nobody is getting your love in case you get hurt again. You can't quite let people in. You want to love them, you want to feel gratitude and love for them but you just can't get there so you pick up a big hammer and you start to chip away at the wall this wall starts to crumble down some parts fall off easier than others and eventually one big more whack right in the center of the wall just makes the whole wall crumble right down. You no longer have a wall surrounding your heart. Initially, you might feel a little bit uncomfy because you've laid your defenses down. Place your arms at the side of you with your palms facing up or if you sat down place your hands on your knees with your palms facing up. Feel your heart open, the palms of your hands facing upwards and you feel open. You are no longer blocking your good. You see a bright white golden light streaming down from the sky and it's streaming down into your hands, filling up your hands with all of this goodness. This light is streaming into your head, into your chest. It covers every cell within your body. It completely covers your heart. It covers your stomach, your legs, your feet, your arms, your hands. Every cell, every fiber in you is buzzing with this beautiful white light.
you're still stood in your big green emerald bubble. Your body is filled with this white light. And you feel at peace. You start to smile. You start to feel good enough about yourself. You feel really comfortable in your own skin. Really comfortable in, and safe within this bubble. Instead of protecting yourself with a big brick wall, you are now protected by the feeling and the emotion and the power of love. So you now know that any decision you need to make, anything you need to say yes or no to, you can do so from this really powerful place within you. Your heart has grown to be the size of this huge bubble. It extends out to other people. It extends out right into the world. Your aura is strong and healthy. Your heart is a beautiful emerald green colour. This white light continues to stream down into your body and your mind. You almost feel lighter and brighter. The walls that have been built around your heart are gone. All your good can now come to you. Start to feel safe being here. A real feeling of being looked after. It is safe to open up and relax. It is safe to go with the flow knowing that everything you need to know, everything you need to do will be told, you will be told. If you need to say no, you will have the strength to do that. If you need to say yes, you will have the strength to do that. Breathe in this feeling of confidence and security and exhale and release. Breathe in this feeling of being safe and healed and whole, looked after and protected. And just sit here for a moment, soaking it all in. There's a line from the Course which says there is a place in you where there is perfect peace, where nothing is impossible, where the strength of love abides. Whatever is happening, whatever is going on, whatever triggers or news or fear, you can always come back to this place you have found right now. It's always within you, it's always waiting for you to reconnect back to it to let go of your defences, to let go of your past. And it's always asking you to choose again in the present moment. 
claim this power as yours now. Claim it in every moment where your head and your mind starts to flip out and your heart shuts down. You can always come back to this place. Take one final inhale and a big exhale and release. And when you're ready, come back into your body, back into the room. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. And when you're ready, open your eyes. So I received a question in from a lady this week on social media and she was telling me that she just struggles to let love in. She said, I've met this amazing guy, but I just fear that I will mess it up again, that I'll push him away and it almost feels too good to be true. Okay, so maybe we carry on this theme next week because it's still all about love which is what we've just been through and again as with my whole philosophy it starts with us so first of all the thing we should start to look at first is that we can't see or experience something with somebody else if we don't feel that way towards ourselves so we can't give from an empty cup basically so if we don't feel love towards ourselves, we'll struggle to give it to other people. And then when they tell us they love us back, we won't believe them. Which is okay at first, but that can cause issues within a relationship over time. So if we don't love ourselves and we, can't, we struggle to love others, then we all also won't let love in. So we're kind of blocked. We know love is the answer, but we're kind of blocked. But it all comes down to how we have been hurt in the past and how we've shut down. And even if we do attract our good, even if we do attract something amazing that we've been wanting, in this mindset, in this heart space, we can easily push it away and self-sabotage it until we become aware and we start to listen to messages like this and do the work. But there are also a few things going on here. So we've got to look at the past trauma, possibly unhealed trauma that this person has been through, habits that she's picked up and a block, like we've talked about today, a block that's, we need to disrupt this block. We need to disrupt these patterns and set new ones. And we hold on to that experience until we do the growth work, until we get to a place where we kind of were a bit more aware. We see how we're reacting and we know that we're not coming from our best self. And we decide that we want to do something different about it. So it's great, it's great to have this awareness. It's not, what we don't want to do is shut down that kind of part of us that protects us. You know, just to watch out for things and, and is this person right for us? But if we're doing the work in the morning, if we've got a really great morning routine and we're meditating and we're praying, whatever that looks like for you, if we do that inner work and we ask these questions, you know, is this person right for me? Is this job right for me? There's, there's a prayer in the Course of Miracles, which is a beautiful daily prayer. Where would you have me go? 
What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to who? Now that's a beautiful prayer because it's basically you opening yourself up every day and saying, please use me. May your will be done. I don't always know what's best. And in love relationships especially, we can say, you know I'm neurotic when it comes to you know, love relationships. I don't have it all together in this area. Please help me. When we tune in, we become these finely, fine intuitional instruments where we know. If I was to work with this person, if I was to speak to her, she would know, she would be able to get to a place where she knows whether this is right or not. No matter what other people say, because everybody's got an opinion. So if somebody else is saying something like, oh, well, I'm not sure he's right for you, or I've heard this, or I've heard that, then it's up to us to tune in and know whether it feels right to us or not. That also means tuning in to back to what this whole message has been about, that if we think, why me? Why is somebody falling for me? Then that shows that we don't believe in ourselves and we don't think we're good enough and that we're lacking something. And we can push that away because it can feel too good. If we've not been used to that, it feels uncomfy. We almost want that back because it feels comfy to us. The roller coaster feels safer than the love. That's why this work is important. That's why a daily routine is so important. It doesn't have to be building Rome again in the morning. We don't have to have a power hour, but some intentional work in the morning on ourselves to change our state, to change our nervous system, to set ourselves up for success in the morning before the emails come in, before the kids get up, before life begins. This is really powerful. It's a really powerful state to start the day with. So that was an amazing question and very linked to today's topic as well. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can catch me throughout the week on social, Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook at Laura Jane Hand. Have a great week. I'll see you again next time.